A to Z Sports Prime Time, not from the Superbook Sports Studios, but live from Landover, Maryland at FedEx Field. Uh, B Birds 18 says, hey, you stayed at the stadium. No mice, I take it. I haven't seen any yet, but perhaps the uh, the cookies that uh, a fan of the primetime show was kind enough to bake for me, uh, perhaps that will lure, lure the vermin out. Maybe uh, there'll be a mice chewing on a cookie by the time I get done with the primetime show tonight. Proud as always to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for the best car buying experience humanly possible. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, Gary Ashton, for your dream address without the stress and to sell your home for more. Trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. TrueMav Fitness, a new way to work out, the place that I am headed directly after I get home in Nashville because I had so many damn chocolate chip cookies today and will set you right on your fitness journey just as they have done for me. 200 by Super Bowl is the goal, and we'll get there together at TrueMavFitness.com. And Superbook Sports, where you go to wager on all the action this football season. Get in on the action with the Superbook Sports app, and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000, whether that bet wins or loses. Excuse me, I got a bit of a stuffy nose. Uh, Danny Sutherland says, Buck cheating on the diet. Yes, I, uh, I did cheat on the diet today. I mean, listen, when somebody bakes you a bunch of cookies and they sit them at your press box seat, and it's a fan of the show, you know, one, you got to, I gave one to Kaharski to make sure that they weren't poisoned. Paul had a couple, Teron had a couple, Jimmy had a couple, and then I had, you know, I had several more. Um, so, you know, all of us seem to be doing fine and well, but I, uh, I made sure to test it out before, uh, before I, uh, dealt, dove in the way that it went. <laughs> Matt Stanley says, can Gary Ashton play left tackle? Yes. Um, at this point, the offensive line situation is tragic. Uh, the offensive situation in general is a tough scene, but listen, the defense made the play today. What what David Long did in the end zone directly behind me, I guess that would be over my, what is that, my right shoulder uh, on the left side of the screen, I suppose, if we're doing the weatherman thing. Uh, I'll slide over two yards. Well, you can't see it because my nameplate is right in the way, but two yards is all they had to get. Two yards is all they had to get to be able to win this game, to be able to beat the Titans and to end their three-game losing streak, the Commanders. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it because David Long made a play at the end of the game that was incredible, impeccable, as a matter of fact. And and in looking at this situation, you know, the defense is good. Uh, the defense gave up some plays today, but they have been they've been kind of continuing to do this in a way. You know, you give up the yardage, but you don't break when it comes to the red zone or the or the uh, yeah, basically from twenty yards in, they've been. They've been one of the best units in the sport. And so I want to ask you this question to start the show, your Two Rivers Ford take. Who is the MVP of this Titans game? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Who was the MVP of this Titans game? Jay Streets on Facebook Live says, I loved the win, but definitely some concerns, Buck. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Listen, and I was thinking about this when I was writing my uh, – my post-game column that's up at A2ZSports.com. You guys can always read the stuff that I write and all the other great content that's being produced by all the other A2Z Sports uh, bloggers. Um, you know, I've written the same story, it feels like, three weeks in a row. They're a deeply flawed football team, and yet they get a win. Uh, they're a deeply flawed football team. The offense is not good, but they got a win. It's It felt like I've been writing the same thing three uh three weeks in a row at this point and you know the story has largely remained the same 
So it's safe to assume that this is the trajectory that they're basically going to be on. And, you know, at least for the offense, the offense in the spot, the offense isn't getting any better. Like they're going into the bye, they're going to get some healthy bodies back, but it's all going to be on defense, right? Because the guys that they're, I mean, Nate Davis didn't play today. So I assume, safe to assume that Nate Davis will return uh, after the bye and Traylon Burks was placed on IR. When uh when last we talked, um, and obviously he'll miss four games, including this one. So three games left. Not three weeks, remember, but three games. So the bye does not count towards Traylon Burke's time served. So who was the MVP of this game? Let's talk about it together. To Two Rivers Ford Take. As always, it's presented by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, where you go for guarantees, unlike any other business, because interest rates fluctuate all over the place, no matter what it is that you are looking at interest rates for. But Two Rivers Ford will lock in a 2.9% APR for 60 months for all qualified buyers when you custom order a 2023 model year Ford. That's an Escape, Explorer, Bronco Sport, Mustang, F-150, or Edge. Two Rivers Ford will get you covered and give you $500 bonus cash on top of their already low prices. So custom order your next Ford at Two Rivers Ford. So who's the MVP of the game? Um, David Long says Robert Fury. Uh, David Long made an incredible play on that interception. There's no question. Uh, I think MVP goes to Derek King Henry, says Joseph Mitchell on Facebook Live. Uh, I think that uh, co-MVP Tartan Henry says Derek Othello West. Tart almost had another interception. Jeff almost had another interception. Jeff almost had an interception today. Because I don't know if you noticed on the play before the interception actually took place, Jeff and Tart both dropped into coverage. Now, we talked to Jeff after the game, and he said he didn't know if Tart was supposed to drop also, but that was something that ended up happening, and they almost came up with an interception on second down as opposed to third down. But if you're asking me who the MVP of the, of the game was for the Titans, I don't want to take any credit away from David Long. He made a great read. They've been practicing. He, he said it was a situation they'd gone over and over and over uh, again in red zone work uh, for the Titans all week long in practice, and he recognized the play, made a great play on the ball. Wentz, quick pass, and it's intercepted! David Long with the interception, and he's finally brought down near midfield. Carson Wentz intercepted as time expires, and the Titans win 21-17. Carson Wentz was the MVP of the game for the Titans. I mean, he threw it away. He tried to throw it away twice. Christian Fulton could have had an interception on a pass that Wentz was just trying to throw away, and he didn't put enough on it. He didn't throw it into the stands. He lofted it up enough to where uh, Christian Fulton, after a, a tough pass interference call, could have made a play on the ball. You've got a uh, you've got a situation with Long, who, by the way, makes the play. To David Long's credit, like again, I'm not trying to take anything away from David Long, but I mean, be damned if Carson Wentz didn't win them that game, didn't win the Titans that game today because he just really, he just every, I don't want to say every time because I talked about this last Wednesday with Greg Cosell on our podcast, The Install. And Greg said, you know, a lot of people attribute it to these Wentzian plays, but it's not necessarily that. Like that's just a product of not watching all the games. And, and I, I get where Greg is coming from, but also Carson does make a tremendous amount of bad plays in big spots, it's really tough to ignore. 
Now, it, Jamie uh, Dale on Facebook Live says that was a grown man play by David Long Jr. There is no disputing. And again, I say to you, David Long made a great play to win them that game. But if you're asking me who put them in the best possible position to win that game, well, there's no question the answer is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is just an objectively bad football player. In fact, I, I believe he should be benched. Um, now, uh, their, uh, their rookie draft pick, Sam Howell, wasn't even active today. I don't know who the commander's backup quarterback would be with Howell uh, still uh, or sitting on the inactives list. But, I mean, that's the, uh, that's the third win in two years, uh, uh, says Derek West on Facebook Live. Wentz gave us three wins in two years, never played a down for us. That's what I'm saying. Like, Carson Wentz is really, really uh, not a good player at this point. Uh, Derek R says, by the way, that was a touchdown by the King, uh, by King Henry Buck. You know, Derek, I, I did, I didn't see the replay. Um, I, here's, here's what I'll say. Well, let me explain this, uh, after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage, because I, I was absolutely wrong on that. And I, I want to address that comment. Uh, but first I'll tell you about the person who can get you your dream address without the stress. Uh, that is the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage at Gary Ashton. Com. That is where you go for your dream address without the stress. That is where you go for the Intel edge you need to succeed. The Ashton Real Estate Group is the best in the business for a reason. Mike Vrabel got his house from the Gary Ashton team. Preds head coach John Hines, who also got a win this weekend. I think, in fact, did Nashville SC win? Does anybody? So Nashville SC, the Tennessee Vols, the Tennessee Titans, and the Preds. The, uh, the quadruple winning weekend for the state of Tennessee in a big spot. How about that? Uh, but anyway, GaryAshton.com will get you uh, in a position to succeed with that Intel Edge. Trust the best team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. So going back to Derek R's uh, question. Th so there's two touchdowns that were, um, well, one was overturned. Well, it wasn't called a touchdown on the field, the Chig play. Now the Chig, the Chig play, I did see, uh, I did see the replay. And the angle that I saw was his knee down. And I thought his knee was down first before his hand went out of bounds. But the hand out of bounds is what caused them to not consider that a touchdown. You could go either way for it with it, I felt. But they obviously didn't call it a touchdown on the field. Then there's the Derrick Henry touchdown where he reaches the ball over to break the plane. Now, where we sit in the, I don't know if you guys can see, there's a, I don't know if that's the right angle. There's a little TV directly behind me. In fact, that's that's a TV right there. It's a TV, and the TV in front of me in the press box was frozen. So I couldn't see replays. I could just see what was in front of me in the field in this end zone directly behind me. So what I saw was Derek, the body, physically get stopped before the line. What I did not see was him reach the ball over the over the top of the defense, as I try to talk into the microphone and still make the motion at the same time, reach the ball over the top of the defense with two hands and break the play that way and score the touchdown. So um, I, uh, I I I did get that wrong because I I saw it initially, didn't see the replay, and I was like, oh my god, that they counted that as a touchdown. That's wild to me. And then obviously that was something that uh, that was something that was correctly called a touchdown. Um, Gino uh, Gino says. Even though I don't like his mindset, Buck, football teams today don't care how they win. It's not the same mentality as the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. Winning ugly is fashionable and accepted. Well, you know, I mean, winning is accepted. 
yes, you're correct. And listen, they don't do it pretty. They're hideous. I mean, they really are an ugly football team to watch offensively. I, I, here's what I, here's what I'll say. They have won three straight games. Mike Vrabel is now 23 and 11 in one score games. That's crazy. Like one score games in the NFL are coin flips. So they've clearly gotten something figured out. Um, but yes, winning ugly is absolutely accepted. That is so because the parody in the NFL is totally different than it was in the eighties and nineties. Like this league is effectively crafted to make sure that there are no singularly great teams all season long. Now there are singularly great players that can elevate it, but unless you have one of these fire breathing quarterbacks like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, most, most for the most part, like these teams are the same, you know, the talent is not that much better or worse for the commanders than it is for the Titans. I mean, you saw the commander's offensive line without three starting offensive linemen. They played exceptionally better than the Tennessee Titans offensive line did down a couple of pieces as well, but still like it's really not that big a difference. So yes, winning ugly is absolutely accepted and they have to their credit done that. Um, now when they get to the playoffs, I don't think they can win this way, but you know, I, I, we're not there yet. We're in week five. They're heading into the bye. They're going to get some dudes healthy on defense. And uh, and at this point, you know, you have to give them credit where credit is due. That's how it goes. So uh, looking at these things and, and all the different ways to kind of dissect it, do you feel more confident or are you concerned about the way that the Titans are winning these games? Let's talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch in the comment section, wherever it is that you're viewing with us. Are you more confident after today's win or are you still concerned about the way that the Titans are winning these games. We will discuss at length together right after I remind you that Superbook Sports is where you go to wager on all the action this football season. Superbook Sports gives you the best shot at Vegas humanly possible. You can take the fight to the best odds makers on the strip at the Superbook in Las Vegas with their easy, clean, and efficient app. Superbook Sports has all the best lines and odds boosts on local teams and teams out of market, superbooksports.com is where you go for terms and conditions and where they'll match your first bet up to $1,000, whether it wins or loses. Superbook, uh, uh, Superbook.com for more information. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, looking at this situation uh, for the Titans, are you more concerned or confident given that these wins continue to come? Uh, Anthony Clay says concerned. Their offense is putrid. Uh, let's see. Aaron George says our line sucks. Not feeling good about it. Kendrick KB Bell says more concerned at this point. It ain't pretty, but it's a win, says Randy Himberg. Yes, I, I agree. So here's what I'll say about the about the Titans. Okay, uh, I think that uh, and Derek Derek Othello West says uh, I think it I, I think says it best. I can't read into it no more, but I'm just enjoying the ride at this point. And maybe that's the best way to do it. No, I, cause like there's all manner of, there's all manner of reasons why they should lose these damn games. And I still don't think they're that good of a football team on the whole. I mean, they've gotten, so I wrote this uh, number down. In fact, let me grab my handy dandy stat sheet that they give us after every game. Uh, cause I did make a note of this. Oh, actually I had to look this up off the stat sheet, but through, so last year they were 24th with ex, with the number of percentage of explosive plays that they had over the course of a season. So explosive plays qualify as 
20 plus yard, 20 or more yards on a play. They were 24th in the league. They dipped dramatically from year over year, from 2020 to 2021, because unlike a lot of NFL teams, a lot of their explosive plays come from the run, their rushing attack. They come from Derrick Henry, right? Like there's not a lot of NFL teams that can bank on a running back that can break 50, 60, 70, 80-yard touchdown runs on any given carry. So I I look at them, uh, I look at them and say, well, you know, all right, Derek's back. Derek's clearly playing at a high level, but the blocking is still trash. So are they substantially better as far as the, uh, I got a bug buzz, buzzing around my face. The vermin have started to emerge here at FedEx Field. Um, it's like it's like 50 degrees out here. I don't know how there's even bugs still alive. Uh, but uh, but I'm, I, I went through and I looked at all their explosive plays. So 20 yards or more on the season, not counting penalties. Now, penalties do count. Penalties can set up scoring drives. Defensive pass interference down the field can get you chunk yardage, can set you up in a position. It should not be discounted, but I just wanted to look at their offense without the, without the penalties. So against the New York Giants, they actually had seven plays of 20 yards or more without penalties. Against Buffalo, they had zero, of which you'll remember. I think their longest play was 19 yards. Vegas, they had five. Indianapolis, two. Today against Washington, two. So that's 16 plays of 20-plus yards through five games. That's not a sustainable rate. You know, that's not – they had the big 61-yarder today, but today only two plays north of 20 yards uh, or 20 yards or more without penalty. They don't have the thing that they need to compete. Like Gabe Davis for the Bills had more explosive plays on his own than the Titans' entire offense had today. They can't compete playing this style. I mean, they can compete on defense, but offensively, they can't keep pace with a lot of these teams that are able to get big chunk yardage down the field consistently, down after down, drive after drive, um, in ways that you need them to. Now, the defense is a big deal, and the defense is going to get healthier after the bye. But, like, somebody brought up, uh, uh, Gino says, not sustainable, Buck, but you're incorrect saying that they're not a good team. These injuries are coming back. But, uh, Gino, they're coming back on defense. Like, the offense, who's – you're not getting Taylor Lewan back, and, like, what are the other injuries? Burks? Has Burks – and Burke maybe end up being a fine player. I don't want to discount Traylon. It's too early in his career. Uh, and he may he may end up being a, a good wide receiver. But uh, what, what are you getting back after the bye offensively that's going to make a difference in this offense? Nate Davis? Maybe your rushing attack looks a little better. Maybe, you know, I mean, Aaron Brewer is still going to be a starting left guard. He's not very good. Dennis Daly is still going to be your starting left tackle. He's not very good. Robert Woods and Nick Westbrook-Akeen are still going to be your top wide receivers, and that's fine. Like, NWI and Woods made a couple of plays today. But the protection was shit. Tannehill got sacked five times and honestly should have been more if he didn't get rid of the football the way that he did. Like, Tannehill played as, as well a game as humanly possible uh, today. Uh, Gino says, Burks, Phillips getting better, Henry better, Davis. Phillips is not getting better. Phillips had a terrible drop today. Phillips had a horrendous drop today, and they took away punt return duties from him. Like, you know, maybe he, I, I'm not writing him off for his entire career. Of course, that's nonsense. But, like, uh, the, the offense is not changing dramatically. Like, they're not going to be a, a good offensive football team when we come out of the bye against the Colts. They have to live off this defense and play efficient turnover-free football. Not turning over the ball is huge. And the only turnover today that was had 
was Carson Wentz from two yards out on that interception. Um, so that's, you know, that they, they are what they are, and that's fine, I guess, for the regular season. But, you know, the play, you don't have to worry about the playoffs yet. You're at the top of the division, which is not a place I thought you would be five weeks through. So to their credit, they have done that. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's offensively, it is it is tough to watch them. It just really is, and you guys know this, you know. I and I'm not listen. I'm not trying to take away the wound from you or them. I'm just pointing out the obvious that I think we all recognize, even if it is a big deal that they have won three straight. Absolutely, it's a big deal that they won three straight. And with the Jags losing today, um, the Colts, you know, you have the win over the Colts, and you play the Texans in. So you have the bye week. Colts at home, then on the road against the Texans. Uh, that will be the case. Um, Jay Street says, but Buck, Vrabel can't keep pulling these young players. It'll mess, mess up their confidence. Like who? Who are you talking about? Farley? Uh, <laughs> Caleb Farley is just objectively bad. Like, you know, respectfully, like, be, I don't give a shit about Caleb Farley's confidence. This dude just tripped and fell and let the longest play of the, of the Washington Commanders in the last three years they haven't had a passing play like that in three seasons. And Farley just trips and falls and lets Diami Brown run for his first NFL touchdown. No, I, I don't care about I don't care about his confidence. Get him out of there. He can't play. You know, they know this. He, Pistol Grip says it correctly. He gets cooked on a regular basis. So they have had six plays, six explosive plays of 40-plus yards, okay? Six plays of 40-plus yards that they've given up on defense. They have, Caleb Farley has allowed two of those, including today, a 75-yard touchdown uh, by Diami Brown. And he allowed also, that doesn't count in these six plays of 40-plus yards, but a 39-yard completion uh, by Jake Kumaro. Like, if Mike Vrabel pulls Caleb Farley because he gives up a 75-yard touchdown, like, respectfully, uh, fuck that guy's confidence. I don't care. <laughs> if, if he can't play, don't put him out there. You're trying to win a game, and I'm sorry. I, you know, I don't. I try not to cuss on these things or cuss like that on these things. I, <laughs> I, uh, I just, you know, I think it's a silly argument. Like you're going to wreck the guy's confidence. No, the guy's the guy's inability to cover and to keep up with his keep up with his uh, his task. He can't play. I don't care about his confidence. You're trying to win the game. Get him out of there. And they did. That's absolutely what they did. Like, honestly, we were talking amongst ourselves in the press box who, Teron, Karski, uh, and myself, because we all sit next to each other on the road. And, you know, Paul said something to the effect, like, Paul, okay, think about this. Kaharski, who's not an easygoing human being in any stretch of the imagination. I love him to death, but, you know, that's what it is. Uh, Paul said, I didn't have the heart to go talk to Caleb Farley. We, we, feel, we feel bad for him now? I, you know, I do kind of feel bad for him now, but also I, he's not helping. Move on. Maybe they'll get it fixed at some point. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll be able to, maybe with more time spent, whatever. Uh, but his confidence is not, his confidence is not down because they pulled him. His confidence is down because he can't play at this point. Matt Stanley says you need to have a swear jar, but instead of putting money in it, you have to eat cookies from it. I mean, there's still so many of these damn cookies left. Honestly, no more cookies at this point. I, I came to Washington and I'm going to leave di a diabetic at this point, uh, which I, by the way, I really appreciate uh, Zach who, who baked the cookies uh, for us. He's a, I think, I think Zach, if I remember correctly, I met him at the senior bowl. He's a local uh, or he's from Nashville. 
or from Middle Tennessee and now works for the Commanders. Um, so uh, so that that is what it is. But uh, grateful to Zach for the cookies, but also, <laughs> my God. Uh, so, you know, to the Caleb Farley thing, fine. Uh, Zachary Tuttle says pot cookies. No, though it is legal here. That would probably make this primetime show a lot more interesting if I was hiring a kite uh, up here in FedEx Field. But uh, But that is what it is. Jay Street says, I wasn't speaking on Farley. I was speaking in general. But, well, who's the other example, right? Jay, like, you're not giving me you're not giving me a, another example. Um, so I'm assuming you're talking about Farley because Farley was the player that they pulled. That's how it goes. Zachary Tuttle says, Buck's high on pot cookies. Uh, no, I, like I said, it would prop, I would, <laughs> I would be far more, I don't know if I would be more entertaining if I did the show stone. Um, and it's legal here in the DMV. So, you know, maybe, well, I guess this would have been our, our opportunity to mess around and find out, but uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe next time I'll, I'll keep you updated as, I think I'm going to LA. Maybe we'll try it out there. No, I kid. Uh, all right. That's going to do it. No, I'm sorry. We have free site. Free site is coming up next. The question that I'm going to pose to you is this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What the hell was happening on the New York Giants sideline today in London? The Giants, by the way, four and one with a big upset win in London over the Green Bay Packers. Four and one are Brian Dable's New York Giants, but an interesting situation occurred that we need to talk about. We need to talk about it right after I remind you that True Math Fitness is the place that I'm going to go Monday when I get back to Nashville to work off these damn cookies. Because 200 by Super Bowl is still the goal. You know, I was 214 when I, before I got to Washington. God knows what I weigh now because I'm I probably put on five pounds worth of chocolate chip cookies today. But uh, looking at the uh, looking at the situation for True Math, they are going to put you in a position to succeed. Whether you like group uh, group workout settings. Whether you are somebody who just wants an open gym concept, whether you are somebody who is interested in personal training, True Math Fitness is where you go. In fact, your first fitness class, your first 45-minute boot camp class is free as a Middle Tennessee resident. When you go and check out True Math Fitness, I promise you, you're going to love it. If you're going to work out tomorrow, I'm going to be in the 430 class. I hope to see some of you guys there, guys and gals, uh, whatever the case may be. For any level of fitness, truemathfitness.com. What the hell was happening on the Giants' sideline? Producer Reed, uh, maybe not safe for work, but this is a streaming show, so let's go ahead and roll the tape. It's so confusing, out Reed, I just want you to play it again. Play it again because I don't know what's going on here. So I saw the bussin' with the boys account make a joke, uh, a breaking Deshaun Watson traded immediate, effective immediately to the Cleveland Browns because, you know, the guy looks like he's getting a, a rub and tug on the sideline in London. Now, obviously, he's just pulled his pants down so they can work out a cramp maybe in his thigh or something like that, hip, whatever the case may be. But yes, obviously, the optics of dudes half his ass hanging out and, you know, the guy in front of him working a motion up and down that way. I'm not going to do it. You almost caught me. I almost, I almost tried to replicate the motion. No shot in hell because the internet lives forever, as my guy just found out for the New York Giants. Uh, whatever it takes, says Mark Jones. Yeah, you know, happy endings are forever, at least, you know, a thigh massage on the sideline when you need it to be, or a hip, whatever the case may be. Now that is going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. 
live from FedEx Field. Thank you guys, as always, for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. I'll be back in Nashville tomorrow before the radio show. Radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. We'll do it live in Nashville. We'll take your phone calls. We'll walk through this game on every level uh, and discuss at great length a lot of the stuff, a, a few more of the things than we had the opportunity to do so here. Have a great rest of your evening uh, and a great rest of your weekend. And I will talk to you guys either on the radio show tomorrow at 10 or on A to Z Sports Primetime. There's Matt All right, Prater. we haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone, guys. What? what? That's but, it? But we got a couple more questions. No, All that's right. it. <laughs> Peace out by the GM. <laughs>